Who's ready for another episode of Mindless Digital? I know I am. So let's get started. What's up, guys? Uh, I know I missed a couple of weeks here. Didn't record an episode, but uh, to be honest, just got lazy. I actually started recording one last week, I think. I was trying to get it out before the end of the month. And I just started talking all over myself and uh, I just kept messing up. It was a bunch of bloopers and so it's like, fuck it. I'm not even going to try. I thought about coming back later and it's like, nope, nope. I'm just going to give it a rest. I'll pick back up on another day when I'm really feeling it. I guess that's what the problem was. I wasn't feeling it at the time or I was just rushing it. But, uh, you know, you, 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 you can't rush perfection. And so I, I have to let it brew in my head. I have to get my thoughts straight, even sometimes put things down on paper as a guide. So hopefully uh, the notes that I did take and jotted down for myself will help me help me get through this uh this episode somewhat error free. So, um want to give a shout out to uh Alyssa Harder over at Bombastic Podcast. She had me on in her last episode here and we were talking about cigars and watches and Mexico and just everything. We're trying not to not to cover subjects that we'd already discussed, so uh I'll try to keep it fresh and different. So, big shout out to her. Uh, shout out to the uh, Chuco Chismet podcast, Mario over there, Dirty Diesel or Diesel Dirty. I'm not sure what his other, I think it's something like that, his other um, Instagram account. But uh, shout out to him for having me on this last episode that he did, or one of the last two episodes, because he recorded one with me and then one with his niece and her husband. And he put them out the same day with the same title. And it confused me because I was listening to it and it was like, they were talking, it's like, wait a minute, when do I come in? When did this happen? And so I looked back at the um, iTunes account there, and it's like, oh, he put out two. And, and I told him about that, but he didn't change it. So uh, anyway, it, it was a great episode. A lot of good conversation, a lot of good laughs. And um, that's the second time recording together. The first time we recorded, I had him on on my episode and um, had a good time then. He came back for more. And so it was another good time. So really, I want to give a shout out to all of those podcasts that I consider in my network or people that I listen to or just communicate with and reach out to on social media like Chicano-ish uh, thanks for the invite podcast with Freddie Correa, uh, Chabo one on one, uh, props to him. Cause he's cranked out a couple of episodes, uh, flashback with the homies, uh, Grumpzilla. Hey man, waiting for you to come back again. Uh, ask the fellas, uh, Travi pie over at, it's funny. You'd say that, um, Chicano shuffle, uh, what can go wrong podcast, I'm behind on some of these, and uh, Silly Goose Podcast, uh, No Father, No Problem, and, you know, everybody else. I I think that's kind of the people that I consider in my circle. Oh, Ranting with Ramos, Um, like listening to him. Uh, Let me see. I think I've covered it all. Oh, 
I want to I want to say shout out to these guys, uh, but I'm actually shouting myself out. Um, I have a second podcast that I do with Michael Sanchez. Um, his uh, Instagram account is uh, Los Comedy Compadres because he uh, he and I run that comedy group. We we promote shows and 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 do stuff here in the Houston area. We also perform, uh, but we have a podcast together, and it's called Smell My Bourbon. And basically, it's a reason for he and I to sit together and drink bourbon or alcohol and smoke a cigar. So we will give you notes on on the bourbon that we're drinking. We'll give you notes on the cigar that we're smoking. And then we'll just have a a discussion or a conversation about whatever. Sometimes we'll pick a topic. Sometimes it'll just be an an organic conversation. But regardless of how the conversation goes or, or, or how we put it together... It's always a good time, and we've been getting some traction, gaining some traction here, so um, check us out. It's called Smell My Bourbon. Give us a shout-out. Give us some feedback. If you're a cigar smoker or a bourbon smoker, share your favorites with us, and we will feature them on the uh, on an episode. We'll, we'll take a look at them and, and try them out, and always looking for good recommendations. So, um, yeah, so got that out of the way. All right, so my last episode, uh, which I've gotten some really positive feedback from a, a lot of different people. Um, some people hit me up, you know, on my DMs, slid into my DMs. Some people slid into my uh, text messages, my IMs. Um, is it IMs? Anyway, it's text messages. Whatever Apple iPhones call them. Anyway, um, so... Uh, I got a lot of good feedback and, uh, the topic was investing in yourself. And so uh, I kind of wanted to touch on, a something, or one of the, one of the points that I had in that episode. And so, um, that's what this one is going to be about. And, and, and it basically is, is while you're investing in yourself, you also need to focus on investing in the relationship with your spouse, your significant other. Okay. If, if you're married now, if you're single, then you just invest in yourself and and become a better version of you. So meanwhile, you're investing in yourself, you're investing in, in, in your spouse and your relationship. You're also preparing your kids for life, right? So I, I talked about that. So they can get go go out into the world on their own. That that's that's the goal here is is to get them out and become empty nesters, right? Because you've already invested in them. You've invested in them. You've invested time. You've invested money, sweat, tears, all that stuff, right? You've set yourself aside for them. So when you become an empty nester, what happens? You get your house back. You get your life back. When you go to the refrigerator, guess what? There's going to be groceries in there. There's going to be food in there. There's going to be milk. There's going to be beer. All the stuff that you stock your fridge with that somehow disappears, it's going to stay there until you clear it out. Same thing with the toilet paper. When you have kids, they take away the two things for me that I enjoy, eating and shitting. Food always runs out. Toilet paper always runs out. Those are the essentials. So when they're gone, you get that back. You get the whole house back, right? 
Now, you got your house back. Okay, you're at that point that you've gotten your house back. Well, what good is it to have your house back if you and your spouse's relationship sucks? If it is not in good condition, if it hasn't been invested in, then you're going to have this whole house to yourself, your significant other, and if you're, you know, getting on each other's nerves or avoiding each other because you do get on their nerves, which it happens. It's it's a natural occurrence. But when it happens continuously, there's something wrong. You have to stop. You have to say, wait a minute, what's going on here? Let's figure this out. Sometimes it requires a third party to come in and assess, and assess the situation. But regardless, if you're at that point that you need to work on it and you realize that you need to work on it, that's what you need to do. Because you're not going to enjoy yourself in your house that you've worked for. Right? You worked for that house. You paid for it. You paid it off if you're at that point. And now you really, really want to enjoy it. Okay? You want to be able to come home after a long day's work. Or if you're retired, you just don't want a bunch of noise. You just don't want a bunch of traffic. You want to be able to just enjoy your time there. Sit on your patio. If you got a pool, enjoy your pool. I don't have one. That's another goal to add that. Because eventually, I want to be able to see myself sitting at the edge of a pool, dangling my feet in the water during a hot summer evening and smoking a cigar, maybe with a a glass of bourbon, some rum, wine, whatever. Favorite beverage at the time. And just kind of dangle my feet in it. Don't have to necessarily just jump in and and swim around. If I just want to sit at the edge and enjoy a cigar, I'll do that. See, so you got to work on it, right? You got to work on that relationship. Otherwise, you're not. It's not going to be an enjoyable time. The twilight years are not going to be an enjoyable time. And how many of you have run into that couple or have experienced that couple? It could have been a relative. It could have been friends. It could have been your parents that they stuck it out through the kids. Didn't have the best relationship, didn't bother getting divorced because that wasn't an option for them or whatever. They just made each other miserable. You don't want to be that couple. I know I don't. I know I don't. And I know I have a lot of work to do. I know. I have more work to do in this relationship than my wife does. But we still have to work for it. Okay? You have to both be committed to working on it. You both have to have the same goal and the same the same end game. So as you're working on this together, becoming a better couple, you have to take a step back and find out who you were before you became a couple and who you are now. You also have to step back And find out who you were as a couple when you first got married and who you are as a couple now that you've, you know, raised children, become responsible, have gotten older, everything. As you've morphed into the people that you are now, your wife has to do the same thing. She has to look at herself. So you look at what are your likes, dislikes, what gets on your nerves, pet peeves, Favorite music, hobbies, activities, 
all of that. You, you got to consider all of that. And then any other considerations like it happens. Sometimes there's some physical challenges, you know, um, you know, as we get older, we deal with, you know, medical conditions. And sometimes it doesn't have to be just a physical challenge or a physical issue that you see externally. It could be something internally, you know, you may be on medication for diabetes. You may have blood pressure. So you got to watch out your activities or certain foods that you can't eat, things like that. But find out who you are now. Compare yourself to who you were then. Because you know that when you were single and when you were out and about looking for your spouse that you luckily ended up with, you were doing certain things with your buddies. You were hanging out with them, doing whatever, golf, going to the sports bars, uh, whatever, hunting, fishing, those kind of things. And if you enjoyed those as a single person, you can still enjoy them now, but just bet that you might want to consider your spouse participating as well. You might want to give her an invitation to join you because you want to do certain things together. And then there's certain things that you want to do on your own because you don't always have to be in each other's faces. You don't always have to be on each other's laps. Because even when you have a strong relationship, if you get too much of each other, you will get on your nerves. You got to have some space. You got to be able to breathe as an individual. Now, again, I'm going to say this. I am not an expert on relationships. I am speaking on the experience that I've gained. I'm speaking on what I've observed and what I've been told. Okay. And if you just open your eyes and open your ears, you'll pick up on this stuff. You don't have to go to college. You don't have to have a degree in relationships in order to figure this out. Some of it comes naturally. Some of it is an acquired knowledge. For me, it's more acquired. For my wife, it's more natural. That's how different we are. But yeah, work on those hobbies, work on those pastimes, work on those things that are going to make you a better person. They're going to make you a happier you, because if you're not happy with yourself, you're not going to be happy in your relationship. And you have to communicate these things to your spouse because she's not going to know. She doesn't read your mind. You can't read her. And so you really, really have to open those lines of communication. And, and it's honest. It's the truth. It's the truth. You, you are not going to share information through osmosis. It's just, you're just not going to sit there and then whatever you're thinking, she's automatically going to, it's going to pop into her head and she's going to say, oh, that's what he's talking about. No, no, no. You have to verbalize. You have to have good dialogue. And you also have to listen. I have a bad habit of not listening. When your mouth opens, the ears close. Think about it. So you have to give each other the respect during a dialogue to say what's on your mind, to say what you feel, and then take it in. And then you reciprocate or she has to reciprocate and allow you to do the same because it's not going to work if you don't. Everybody's going to be guessing. 
You're going to be walking on pins and needles. And the last thing anybody wants to do is go through life battling with kids and bringing them up. And then once they're gone, you find out that you and your spouse have nothing in common anymore. And the only reason you were together was because of the kids. Now, some people realize this and refuse to, to, to divorce and say, well, we're sticking together for the kids because we want them to have both parents in the household. Yes, that's nice. But if you're killing each other and constantly fighting, it's not good for them either. Better off getting that divorce. So you got them out of the way and you hate each other. That's not a good way to live. So you got to work on being a better person. You got to be happy. You got to do those things that are going to keep you interested, keep you happy, and then do those things together. Now, give you an example. I used to work a lot of weekends, a lot of Saturdays. And here for almost two years, I haven't worked Saturdays. So I have my full weekends, which is nice because after so many years, 30 years of, of working on the weekends, uh, now that I'm older, it's nice to be able to sleep in on a Saturday if I want to and not worry about it's Friday night. The end of the work week is here, but then I've got this part-time job that I got to do on Saturdays. Now, if I were to work here and there, you know, maybe once a, one Saturday a month, it wouldn't be so bad. But I was working every Saturday and sometimes on Sundays. And so now that I'm not doing that anymore, I'm really enjoying it. And so my wife and I have had conversations about connecting again because you, you can kind of grow apart a little bit. But once you realize it, you can fix it. You can fix it. You know, as long as you haven't grown too far apart, you can still fix it. So, uh, like this past Saturday, my wife asked me to go up to her job with her because uh, it had been raining and we had had some tornadoes during the week in the area and they got some rain in their facility. And so it was, it was expected to be raining again this past week. But we didn't know how bad. And and the really the rain got into the building because of the wind. It just kind of blew it in there. And so she said, well, I don't know if it, it's going to flood. And we don't know if we're in a flood zone. So we need to go put some um, sandbags out. And so we got out there. And it had been raining. had rained pretty heavy overnight. And there was no standing water in, in the parking lot or anywhere near it near the front doors or the back doors. And so she had told me, she said, come help me put these sandbags out and I'll take you to, I'll take you to breakfast. It's like, okay, I'll do it. I got up, we got up kind of early, went out there, checked around, ended up not putting the sandbags out because there was no need for it. And honestly, she's got such a big facility. There wasn't enough sandbags to cover all the entryways. Anyway. So went to breakfast. Had a good time eating breakfast. And uh, then she says, hey, uh, I want to go to the, um, oh, the home. She, wants to, she says, I want to go to the home goods store. 
It's like, I thought to myself in my head, it's like, what? I already came out with you to your job. Now you want to go shopping to the home goods store, which if, if you're familiar with Marshall's and the home goods store, you know, they have a lot of stuff for the house, you know, bedding, pillows for all the different areas, kitchen, bath, and they also have clothes there. So I would go look, spend my time looking around in the guys in the men's department or the men's section. I don't ever find anything. I just do it to keep myself busy. But that lasts all of maybe 15 minutes. Meanwhile, my wife is going down every aisle, stacking stuff in the cart for herself and for work. Uh, because like I said, they moved into this new facility and so they're still decorating and that's what she's, that was one of the things that she wanted to do is pick up some stuff for, you know, some paintings, artwork, stuff like that to hang on the walls and little knickknack furnitures, little side tables, things like that to put out in the lobby and in some of the offices. So I'm following her around and she's just going back and forth, back and forth, looking at everything, picking everything up. Guys, we're not we're not designed for that. We're not cut out. There should be a rule. If you got enough stuff in that basket that you cannot see past, then it's time to go. You you can't add any more to the basket. You can't get a second basket. That's it. If the stuff that you have in there blocks your vision as you're pushing the cart down the aisle that's it you're done that should be the rule but no rule exists guys haven't stepped up to have this rule passed i don't think we have the balls to do it either we voice our opinion about it i know i have but i get vetoed it's like no i'm not done yet I'm not done yet. I haven't gone down this aisle. I haven't gone into this section. So meanwhile, what do I do? Um, I'm going to go sit down over there in the section where all the couches are and the chairs. And I'll wait for you till you're done. Nope. I need you right here. I need you to help me pick out these things. I need your opinion. Well, we all know how that goes. They ask for our opinion. And they do the opposite. So yeah, that's how I spent my Saturday morning. And that's how I spent it investing in my relationship. And that happens kind of often. But as much as I dread it, I know she enjoys it. Even though the look on my face says I'm not enjoying it. Just the fact that she's there with me. And I'm following her down the aisle is enough. So, yeah, I dealt with that. But, hey, like I said, it's an investment. Sometimes you got to do those things that you don't like, but she does. So you do it for her and you do it for both of you. And hopefully... When it comes time to do something for yourself and she's with you, 
she'll join you even though she doesn't want to do that. But she's doing it for both of y'all. That's what we're talking about. Investing in yourself and your couple. Because once you've built that that relationship and 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 you got it, you know, you've molded it to where you want it. Kids are out of the house. The end game is to be able to do whatever you want in your house. You can stock it up with whatever food you want. You can stock it up with whatever beer you want, drink, anything, toilet paper, paper towels. And that stuff is still going to be there. If it runs out, it's because you used it all. It's because you ate all the food, because you drank all the beer, because you wiped your ass so many times. But what it comes down to is you get to enjoy your house. So if you want to dance in your underwear in the middle of your living room to your favorite song, you can do it. If you want to run around naked, you can do it. Or if you just want to spend an evening in with the wife doing Netflix and nalgas, do it. All right, guys. That's my episode. So investing in yourself and investing in your relationship, preparing for the kids being gone and being an empty nester. Good luck and enjoy Netflix and Nalgas. I'll see you next episode. Later.